All right, Donald Trump saying and doing things only the way that he can. We're not going to spend much time dwelling on that individual, but um, I mean, it's pretty evident that domestic footballers should be potentially prepared for a new financial reality post the coronavirus phase. Now, it's even more startling, though, to imagine the, oh, I mean, the impact that this is going to have on those players and those teams who had often found themselves going months and months without receiving their pay. Now, we're going to be delving a little bit deeper, though, into this disturbing yet very key issue that needs to be addressed now because the after effects of this period would unfortunately turn so toxic. Maybe it's going to be very hard to heal for many. Uh, the SAFPU Vice President, uh, Debo Khomunyai, uh, is joining us on the line, though. Uh, like I said, a lot of reaction to last night's show, and you know what last night's show was all about. And it's not a case that we take very, very lightly. It's a case that we take very seriously, because it's an indication of whether or not uh, people are playing their part. Clubs are playing their part. The union is playing their part. And regardless of whatever murmurings they will have and uh, in the dark corners, whether it's the union or whoever, if you have a voice, please, you must always speak up. Let's hear you. We will always repeat what we say on the show. Debo Khomunyai joins me. He's a software vice president. Uh, good evening. Debza, welcome. Uh, thank, thanks, Rob, and uh, good evening to the listeners and to your team and yourself as well. You would have had... I don't know if I can call it the luxury of listening to yesterday's show. And if you did, I would love your overall impression. Yeah, um, I was in the library of my house listening to your show. And it was very, very, very touching to hear such disturbing news from uh, John Mokanga, from uh, TTM, Chakuma Chalazibandela Football Club. And, uh, yeah, the way we got disturbed as a, as a union, we couldn't hold it, you know. We had to make sure that we get hold of the player and uh, find out exactly from himself what has happened and uh, what are his intentions, what are his plans, although we've heard over the interview, but we needed to talk to the player himself because he could not bring the case to us and we, we engaged with him to find out the reasons why. He put his reasons forward and uh, yes of course nevertheless but uh, the issue is on the table now um uh, we all need to tackle it so did he say anything other than what he had been able to express on the radio yesterday and where is the case now how much of a priority are you going to be making it yeah he said pretty much a similar uh way that he has spoken on your show um that uh, he hasn't been paid for over three months, and that uh, he did not have money to 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 go and attend, get a representative or rather a lawyer to to represent him uh, at the DRC. And um, he has outlined a lot of things that he, he has come across as uh, difficulties that made him not to be able to continue going to training anymore. And one other thing that we've asked him was that, uh, obviously, we know on our record he's not a member currently with us. But as a union, we help any other player who's available who needs help. And uh, on our asking about why he's not a member of the union, he said 
he never got really time to 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 join the union or rather to access the union uh, but he did mention that one of our uh, recruitment team was down there in Polokwane at TTM but at that time when he finished training and he looked around he couldn't see our representative anymore and he would have loved to join the union but uh, going forward obviously we are making plans to meet up with him and uh, and make sure that he's a member of the union going forward all right, so let's deal with that. I mean, does he really need to be a member of the union to get access to assistance from a union? Not really, Rob. As long as you are a professional soccer player in, within the borders of South Africa, whether it be your led Champions League or your Premier Soccer League, we represent any other player who might, not, uh, who might need help from us. But we preferably need uh, numbers behind uh, the organization Obviously, one of the prerequisites for us would be uh, securing you as a member. You would understand that before we help you, we, before we help you, we sign you as a member first. Then we are sure that we've got a, a power of attorney to help you. Will he get the help from you? Yes, of course, definitely so. What, what would you share with us is, is the problem behind this? And is he just the only one who's been receiving this kind of treatment where... Months and months go by and there is no payment. Robert, it is very disturbing. Um, our football has gone to the highest standard in, the, in, in our continent. And the um, South African League, rather the Premier Soccer League, is the one league that is highly uh, regarded in Africa and all over the world. And you find teams such as Chakuma Chama Zivandela, you remember that last year, or rather last season, we had more than seven cases of unpaid salaries from the very same team. Uh, you'd remember the story of myself and the president of the team where we had some squambles <laughs> somewhere during the season. It was due to, one of the reasons was due to the unpaid salaries at, uh, at, at Chakuma Chamas Vandera. Um, this year alone, or rather this season alone, Robert, we have, um, we have about six cases that we've dealt with of unpaid salaries or rather defaulting to have settled the agreed uh, uh, amount that the players were supposed to be paid. We had a case of Mzimela Bongeni, we had a case of Mkwanazi Mosomeli, we had a case of Mufukeng Ifrahim, we had a case of Mashao Hepi, we had a case of Rorewuwa Mukwevo, we had a case of Atosai Nyondo that we just got an award from FIFA on the 5th of March last month that he must be paid by the uh, Chakuma Chamas Vandala Football Club. So the Nyonda one went as far as FIFA, and on the 6th of March you got an award, and the award comes back that he must be paid, and have they complied? Yes, uh, obviously we, we just got the award just before the lockdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, FIFA has given a certain period, uh, about 45 days, for Chakuma Chamas Vandala to, to, to settle the player, Atosai Nyondo, who's a Malawian. And uh, the club has received the communication from FIFA. We received the communication from FIFA. And uh, our federation, SAFA, received the very same uh, communication as well. So we still want to see um, um, in those 45 days if uh, the club will comply or not. But you know, Rob, uh, dealing with FIFA is unlike uh, dealing with any other body. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very serious issue now where this issue The instruction has came out. Uh, the club has got a tendency of defaulting uh, at home here locally. 
with some couple of cases that I've mentioned uh, earlier on. I think with this case, uh, we will have to wait and see if uh, the club will default. But I can tell you, Rob, a harsh, harsh decision is going to take place if they, they, they dare to default on this one. What are the consequences if they do? When we count down the 45 days and nothing has happened, what, what is the next step, Deboko? First of all, if they don't, they don't comply with the period that they've been uh, given to pay at uh, We all know that uh, uh, previously there were a couple of uh, uh, punishments that were issued to, to clubs who are professionals in the countries here in South Africa. Um, you would remember the story of Amazulu. It's, it's one other issue where a points a deduction will take place. The other issue, you'd remember the issue of Kaiser Chiefs not paying mm. uh, compensation fees. Uh, they were not allowed to, to sign players for a period of two, two window periods. And uh, the last uh, resort is uh, relegating the club to the lower league. And that is always a possibility. Now, you, you mentioned a lot of names there of um, other players, whether it's Mbongeni or Mkwanazi uh, or Mashao, etc. What is their status? Is it just a case of we played, we trained, we trained, we played, and we never got paid? Yeah, uh, Robert, the, <laughs> the difficult issue here is that um, with other players like Mkwanazi, Mosomelo Mkwanazi, uh, they've re- they uh, reached an agreement uh, to settle the player for three months, which they failed. Failure to do that, Mkwanazi um, took the case to us to refer it to the DRC. If Raymond Mufukeni, it was a similar case, but later on when we got involved as a union, his money was settled. And the Hepimashau, similar case, they defaulted upon the, the agreement of the settlement. We took the matter on, they settled and um, currently his case was supposed to sit on the 22nd of April 2020 due to the COVID-19. Uh, obviously, we all know that all the activities have been stopped right now. So we are looking forward uh, when the, the, the COVID-19 comes to an end and we will be able to follow up on all those cases. Uh, a similar to Mzemela as well, it's a similar case. Sure. But what can we draw from this? It can't just be business as usual here, yeah, business as normal, Deboko. Um, when there's the same culprit time and time again, what are we identifying is a pattern that we can start to draw up so that in future other people that are listening or players that are listening that have a potential of going across would have this in the back of their minds? What seems to be the actual problem here? You know, as a union, uh, Rob, we've been uh, making noise or rather uh, bringing to the attention of the league that all people who are buying clubs, who want to be club owners, need to be uh, 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 gone through a very serious financial assessment to see if this player, is, uh, uh, rather this owner is fit to own this club or to sustain this club for the next five years financially. So without necessarily looking at the grant of the of the Premier Soccer League or rather the 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 Black Africa Championship, I think that is one other measure that uh, if uh, if the league and ourselves and all stakeholders were to look at that before anyone can own the club, we see that uh, this person is fit financially and he has no risk of not being able to pay 
footballers or staff within that particular club. And one other thing with Chakuma Chamazubandela, you'd uh, realize that uh, the, uh, this club was bought not long ago from uh, Cape Town. Uh, it's under new uh, management and ownership. But you see, time and again, and uh, currently now, uh, Chakuma Chamazubandela is the first team last month, end of March, that did not pay the players their full salary. They, they sent a letter, or rather a communication to the players via a WhatsApp group for the club on the 30th, telling the players that they are going to pay them a proportional salary this month as opposed to the full salary. And they must stay fit and make sure that they stay safe during this pandemic of COVID-19. So this tells us that there is serious problems within Chakuma Chamazwandela, more in particular financial. I will tell you, Rob, uh, any other uh, business, uh, you'd understand that uh, before you, you start running a business, you must have a budget. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, to run your logistics, paying salaries and other things. For If it's a football club, you should budget for the entire season, which is eight months and beyond. Now, we believe that Chakuma Chamas Randela was on the same par in terms of that they had their own budget. They cannot turn around and come today uh, at the end of March and say they cannot pay players a day before month end. Uh, full salaries. While when you look at the other hand, Robert, uh, the Premier Soccer League did uh, guarantee and, 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 and we communicated with them and they made sure that the grant of the league will be paid as normal. And now you check that particular month, there were a week or two uh, whereby uh, there were no traveling expenses, there were no hotel costs, there were no food costs. Now you ask yourself, where does this money go to? But th- this is this is weird. So thirtieth of March, yes, a, a WhatsApp announcement in their in their WhatsApp group tells the players that they shouldn't expect their full salaries. Uh, there will be a chop, and this is nothing to do with any prior negotiation to say this is what we will intend to do. It's just a group announcement. Don't expect your full salaries. We are very sorry. Just stay fit. Exactly, Rob. And you'd understand that uh, uh, FIFA issued a guideline, a document in terms of that aspect to say uh, the association and the leagues uh, will sit down with their uh, members, uh, the clubs as well, as well as the players. The clubs will uh, engage the players and obviously reach on a certain agreement in terms of how to go forward if the COVID-19 pandemic does not stop uh, um, uh, within a couple of times. Then uh, the, the both parties or all parties will reach an, uh, an agreement in terms of the, the percentage. If we were to go to the percentage of the salaries to be cut, Rob, uh, and that particular process never took place. And as a union, what did we do? Um, we communicated with the CEO that we were interviewing yesterday, Sir Lochokwe. Um, we communicated with him and make him aware we are aware of this on the particular same day that they got the messages, the players uh, brought it to our attention. So we got no response. We followed up with a formal uh, communication, Robert, no response. Obviously, during this difficult time now, um, all work has been stopped. Um, The administrators and everyone at the offices in the Premier Soccer League and everywhere else, it has come to a standstill. So we are still going to handle this issue with the Premier Soccer League because we have a guideline in terms of the collective bargaining agreement that we had signed with the league earlier this uh, 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 some couple of months ago. 
So, so you'd understand that this is a very, very, very serious issue that is going to be on mm. top of our, our, our agenda to make sure that such issues don't continue happening within other clubs. And just to clarify that, though, when you talk about the agreement that you signed, uh, the cooperation agreement with the Premier Soccer League, uh, am, am I right in saying that the league also gave the union an amount of 5 million rand? Yeah, not, uh, the, the, uh, there is some agreement in terms of some funds that will also be able to help the union going forward in terms of uh, running the logistics and also helping players with other aspects. And uh, currently we do not uh, uh, receive that money yet, Rob, but yeah, there is uh, some sort of an agreement, although I can't disclose the amount, but yes, there is the agreement in terms of that, Rob. Yeah, well, I'm sure I can tell you that it is about 5 million rand, (laughs) but when are you expecting it to come through? (laughs) Obviously, when you have an agreement as per uh, 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 parties, there's a terms and condition on how the amount should be paid. So that is in place as well uh, uh, between SAPO and the Premier Soccer League as well. All right. Wandi Lamdana on Twitter says that the players' union must play an active role to protect the players regardless of their affiliations. Now, this shouldn't even have reached the D.C. chamber. If SAFPU had cordial relationship with the player, uh, the union must improve their relationship with the players and clubs to curb exploitation. How much of that tweet do you agree or disagree with? It is true, Rob. Uh, I think it's one other aspect whereby as a union, week in, every month, every day, we, we want to improve on that aspect. You, uh, you would remember that when I started, I also mentioned that uh, the issue of communication and visibility and uh, easy access is, is the most important uh, issue for us and a big one for us. We need to improve a lot on that, although we are busy doing it left and right to make sure that uh, all players that are, uh, want help, we are available at any given time. We are a fingertip away to be able to be accessible. And I can tell you now, Rob, uh, we are doing that left and right. We are not closing any door for anyone. And, um, and in that department, um, everything is in place. Uh, plans are in place as well. And we've been doing it all along. That's uh, sometimes, Rob, a player has got his own choice whether to join the union or not as a a union, we cannot force him to, to join him. The only thing we can do is to convince him and show him reasons why he should join the union, and uh, which is going to benefit himself, not only in terms of contractual uh, dispute, but also when we talk about the personal development and personal growth beyond playing uh, football, where a union, we also offer a buzzer scheme that we are, we are trying to help our members go to school as well and be able to look after themselves beyond playing. You would have heard yesterday the one thing that the CEO was talking about was that he was quite pleased that a a resolution had been reached with the DRC and that the player would be paid out. Obviously, they're not going to be paying him out his due as for the two years of the contract. But having to go as far as the DRC, I mean, how does the club manage to operate day-to-day, Debojo, every single day facing the scourge of knowing that they have not fulfilled their obligation. I mean, how on God's green earth is that possible? Let me uh, start by clarifying one issue here, Robert. I heard yesterday when I was listening that the CEO of Chakuma Chamazibandara mentioned that the player breached the contract. When you, ch- you listen to the player, when I spoke to the player today, uh, he clearly specified, I asked him one question. 
after how long did you stop going to training when you were not paid? He plainly said to me, three months he never got paid. He only stopped after three months. You then ask a question, who breached the contract here? The agreement breached by the club by not fulfilling their part of making sure that they paid the player, but yet the player continued to honor his part by attending. He needs transport money to go to training and from training. He needs food at home. The family needs to eat. He must have electricity. He must have other expenses that he must take care of. I think, I think if you look at that part, the club was not honest. Uh, in our discussion uh, today with the player also, we found out that the settlement is not yet reached. The agreements uh, for settlement is not yet reached. Uh, they are still going to reach the agreement. So it is a very good thing for us that we, we intercepted the issue while it was still possible to can do something and help the player. Because you must understand, if the player signed two-year uh, contract, Rob, and he's a foreign player, this is an international matter, and it has to do with an international uh, relation. So this is the most important case for the player, and he can get more money instead of wanting to get a little cent that he was thinking he's going to agree with them. I'll tell you why. Uh, I'm telling you, uh, we, we had the similar situation with Atosai Nyondo, same situation with John uh, Muganga, where uh, Chakuma Chama Zabandela wrote a letter to him after he stopped going to training after three months not being paid. And they, they then wrote him a letter that he has uh, breached his contract. He contacted us. We spoke to him. Uh, we said, be patient. You will get all your money. We will sort it out. Indeed, we sorted it out today. We are speaking at Osai Nyondo has got all his monies that are due to him. And um, it's not him alone. In other clubs as well, you would remember on your show, there was an issue between Jomo Cosmos and uh, Clifford Molenga as well. That particular issue, FIFA has settled it. They paid Molenga about two, two, three weeks ago. We've won that case. There was again at the beginning of the season, the Burundian striker you would remember by the name of Kevin Ndaisenga, who used to play for Jomo Cosmos. His issue was won by us as a union again at the FIFA level. Jomo Cosmos had to settle the player as well in full. So these are some of the things that uh, players need to come out and be accessible also. Not only the union be accessible, but when we go to clubs, let players avail themselves and create time just to get help and get help also beyond playing and during play. And this is the part, again, that disturbed a lot of people. And I think it also disturbed the said player yesterday, that of being a foreign player. So if you talk about the Nyondo case, having gone as far as FIFA, he is, like you stated at the top of our conversation, he is a Malawian national. So are you finding that there's a pattern towards the treatment of players who happen not to be South African? Yes, uh, Robert. <laughs> you know, unfortunately, um, when you look at the status quo now, uh, it does favor international players in foreign countries. But uh, you would understand that also um, there's a, a NDRC that has been formed uh, recently by, by, by all stakeholders. Ourselves as the union, we sit on that uh, particular structure. The Premier Soccer League sit on that particular structure the South African Football uh, Association sit on that particular structure to make sure that every single case is being looked at and judged in a fair way 
where it favors where it's supposed to fail. Not to be uh, turned around by a, a, a certain individual to favor themselves. In other words, I'm trying to say we cannot allow a situation whereby uh, one person is a referee and a player at the very same time. Mm. I think even local players in that NDRC, it will benefit them a lot going forward. All right, Debs, let me wrap it up quickly, though, because I am pushed for time. Um, any news around what we've been hearing about the potential sale of Bloemfontein Celtic to a certain Tim Sugars? <laughs> that particular issue, Rob, I'm like you. I've heard through rumors, and um, uh, I can tell you now, I don't have any concrete evidence on that as a union. Uh, we haven't yet contacted formally so by any party, uh, whether the Bloemfontein Celtic or uh, uh, Mr. Tim Sukaz himself, the chairman of uh, TS Galaxy. But uh, I will tell you now, if it does come to our table, we'll honestly so tell the country the truth and be play an open cut because it is of our best interest as well because there are our members involved in this thing. So we should be one of the most important party uh, to play a role within that. Exactly, which is the reason why I asked you, because there's going to be a transfer of players. There might even be a movement of club from uh, Bloemfontein to go all the way through to Mbombela. And who knows, they might take over. <laughs> we, we, we will wait and see, Rob, if, uh, how real is that. But we will be the, one of the first uh, stakeholders to know uh, if there's any transfer or any sale of any club uh, within the, our football fraternity. I think it will be uh, very good uh, for your show as well to be the first to know. And uh, we, we are available at any given time should the information reach our table in a formal way. 48 million. <laughs> Thank you so much, Baba. I really appreciate your time. Thank you very much. All right. There is the SAFU Vice President joining us right here. And Mara Sports Worldwide. Don't say we didn't tell you. <laughs>